Let's just start uh, with the launch this morning. Briefly, just take us through it. What happened? So, so what happened? Obviously, this, this was supposed to have happened earlier in the year uh, through an Indian launcher. But unfortunately, there were other challenges, especially with relation to the other payload that was going on to that launcher in June. So we managed to get some um, uh, opportunity with the Russian launcher. So that happened. So we were up as early as 3 a.m. to monitor the whole preparations up until the actual launch at uh, seven minutes past four this morning. Um, and uh, obviously, you can have this thing launched, and the launch may itself may be uh, a failure, so you may not have the necessary preparations that you require, etc. But uh, we, we got a successful launch. That's why we are very excited. Indeed, and we should be. But uh, g- can you just tell us exactly what we are excited about? What sort of services will we gain from this? So, so and, and a lot of uh, our Africans may know that uh, there is a program called Operation Pakisa for Ocean's Economy. Basically, we are one country that has got a very big uh, coastline and, 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 and a sea mass. Uh, the coastline is about 4,000 kilometers, and we are of the view that by proper management of our ocean resources, we can contribute hugely to our economy. And uh, time and again, we keep sharing about uh, ships that are busy trespassing in our oceans, either looting our fish, etc. And this particular um, satellite is a precursor. It's just really a starting of the many others that we are going to add to a constellation so that we can monitor our oceans effectively. But in addition to monitoring the oceans, there will be other services that uh, it will also render, for example, looking at issues of uh, fire detection and monitoring. Uh, and, And as a result, it really is huge. Also in terms of us just developing that capability of manufacturing satellites, because this program has also been used as, as a um, platform to train young engineers and we're training them, uh, looking at transformation goals. So they are coming in young, black and women. So that's exciting for us. So, Mr. Morphe, uh, the monitoring of the oceans, and I assume this is to prevent things like natural disasters. Yeah, so, so there's so much that comes up with monitoring of our oceans. Uh, for example, um, we, we have already spoken about the issue of the trespassing that always happens. We always hear of ships that are unknown that are getting into our seas. So this system will be able to pick those up. We'll be able to communicate with them to see what they're actually doing. And in most cases where people either switch off their transponders or they don't respond, then you have to conclude that they may be up to no good. And as such, we're able to then report those to our law enforcement agencies. That's the one thing. The other thing, of course, is just making sure that, um, for example, when we have what we call the uh, various algal blooms or whether we're going to have uh, a lot of our disasters sometimes come uh, uh, from phenomena that are generated from the sea. So we don't have tsunamis, but we do have a lot of cold fronts, etc. So picking those up and also picking up, for example, the algal blooms that kill the fish is going to be quite crucial for our economy. Well, and that is exciting. And um, Mr. Morford, the satellite, we understand, uh, was built by a team from Cape Peninsula University of Technology as well. Can you tell us a little bit more about that, please? 
you. So we, we started a program uh, to manufacture nanosatellite at the Cape Peninsula Institute of Technology. And the reason why we started it there is because you cannot have a future based on science and technology innovation if you do not have future scientists and innovators. So that then becomes a platform where the young uh, graduates, when they come out of with their national diplomas, they can actually get into this program. So it helps us to build future capacity. That's the first thing. The second thing was that you may be aware that we launched a uh, microsatellite called Sumbandira in uh, 2009. That very capacity that we built then has spun out a number of companies. And I'm pleased to say that some of those companies are black and women-owned, and they have been quite involved in this project as well. For example, the issue of um, assembly integration and testing was done by a a black-owned company called Astrofica, and then the issue of ground stations was done by a women-owned company called Livoni. So those are the companies that we can say they are proudly uh, South African. They have spun out of the companies that we build locally, and as a result, this also helps us to bring this, to build the space industry in South Africa. And just finally, so where to from here after this launch? Uh, what are we looking at next? We have already uh, uh, started to invest more in development of uh, other nanosatellites. So I have indicated that this one is a precursor because what we want to have is a constellation. So it's to have uh, at least nine of such satellites. And what they, that helps you with is that you've got more visiting times because then the one satellite is going to... Um, orbit and take another couple of hours and then it returns again. So we want to close those gaps before it comes. And the only way to close that is to have more satellites so that when the other one passes, then the other one comes. And then you can really have 24 hours live coverage of your shores and also your country. So that is really what we're looking at. So we have already provided additional funding for the manufacturing of uh, more satellites. And they're also going to help us in many other government priorities. For example, we're looking at uh, some that will help in terms of provision of, for example, of uh, internet uh, access in rural and remote areas where we know that you're not going to be digging in and providing uh, fiber. But so satellite communication, therefore, will be quite crucial in helping in, in in helping such communities to be connected. Mr. Morfe, thank you so much for that, and congratulations once again to you, and I suppose to all of us as a nation. That was Mr. Mboneni Morfe, who is Deputy Director General for Technology Innovation at the Department of Science and Technology.